0: Hi guys, welcome back to Model Behavior. I hope you're all having a fantastic day. I am feeling good today for the first time in a few weeks, if we're being honest. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of just going to fill you guys in on what's been going on, because I know in my last episode, I like alluded to being in Virginia for a few weeks, and I wasn't releasing episodes for a few weeks, so I'm just going to catch you up. Basically, I was not having a great time mental health wise for like the past couple months. I would say I've been struggling um, just with like anxiety. Uh, I also have PTSD. So sometimes things get a little overwhelming. Um, So I went to Virginia to kind of just like ground myself and reset and just spend some time with my family and get back to my roots for a second. And I actually got put on medication for the first time since I was like 14. I am now on Lexapro. This is my third week of Lexapro. For the first couple weeks, I really didn't feel like it was doing anything, but these past couple days have been much different than the past couple months and I'm feeling better. And definitely a little bit less anxious, so I think it's kicking in perhaps, but I was very against medication for a long time and just like so determined to do everything myself and like I didn't think that I needed help from medication. I don't know, I just feel like there's such a stigma around taking something for your mental health, like an SSRI, like anxiety medication or depression medication, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with needing a little bit of help because sometimes it really is just chemicals in your brain that are better assisted by medication. And I definitely wanna make a whole episode on this probably like once I'm on this medication for a little while and like kind of have everything stabilized just cause I think it needs to be talked about. And I think that there is such a stigma because even I bought in to the stigma But like I said, I'm feeling better. I am back to making episodes every week. So let's get into this week's episode. So it's back to school time. And a lot of my listeners and followers are in high school or college. So even though I'm not anymore, I thought I would make an episode about starting a new school year and just like my best tips and um, advice for starting a new school year. Okay, So first things first, I think that the most important thing when going into a new school year is to treat it like a fresh start. No matter what happened last year or how last year ended, walk into the school year with an open mind and a positive attitude. Because if you start the year like dreading what's to come and assuming that you might have a shitty year, then you're automatically putting yourself in a position to have another shitty year. Just try your best to let go of whatever happened last year and walk in like a brand new person. Because honestly, so much changes over the summer. So many people forget what happened last year or just move on, or maybe there was drama over the summer. But I promise you, once you see everyone in person, it all blows over and people will move on and everything will be fine. In my experience, people talk a lot of shit over the internet in the summer, but once you get to school, no one actually cares and it's just really not that deep or maybe you didn't have any drama and you don't need a fresh start but it's still just good to walk in with good intentions and an open mind and just the feeling that it's going to be a good year and just like send that out into the universe because you don't want to start a new school year just like dreading going to school I mean I know it's hard to have that attitude sometimes because nobody wants summer to end but you know you have to go to school so make the most of it but anyway, next point, um, I want to talk about drama during the school year and just kind of like how to deal with drama. So when something happens that involves you or there are rumors about you or you get in trouble or you get in an argument with somebody or like maybe you do something embarrassing. At the time, it feels like the worst thing in the world and everyone's talking about it and everyone knows. And sure, maybe a lot of people are talking about it. But I guarantee, within the next couple weeks, someone else will do something stupid or someone else will get in a fight or someone else will embarrass themselves and there'll be a new rumor and everyone will move on to the next thing. Sure, maybe it sucks for a week, but it's not the end of the world and people move on to other drama very, very quickly in high school. Trust me, this happened to me a million and one times I would be involved in some sort of drama and think that it's the worst thing that's ever happened and no one was ever gonna stop talking about it. And it's so embarrassing and I'll never get over it. But guess what? A week later, no one cared and everyone was talking about something else. It happens every single time. Okay, my next tip as far as like actual, like schoolwork and grades and stuff is to organize before you start. I swear by planners. I still use one to this day and a planner saved my ass throughout all of high school. I also color coded my classes, like in my planner when I would write down stuff by using like a four color pen because I'm a very like visual learner, so the colors just helped me keep everything straight. And I would also write down like test dates and paper due dates, and I would highlight those because those are like more important than just regular homework, and those would stand out more in my planner, like in my mind visually. Obviously, you don't have to do all the color coding stuff if that's just like too much to keep track of, but it really does help to write down what work you need to do when you get home because because you will forget something eventually if you never write anything down. So just write it down, just in case. Even if you don't think you'll ever look at it, just write it down. I also had a system that I used throughout all of middle school and all of high school. I always kept in my backpack or in my locker, one planner, a five-subject spiral notebook for math, and one for science, and one two-inch three-ring binder for English, Spanish, and History, that I separated with dividers for each subject, and I kept um, loose leaf paper in the back of that binder too. And this was always like the perfect setup for like the notes and the worksheets and all that stuff. I could keep it very organized and always knew where everything was, rather than having just one big notebook for all my shit. So that might not work for you, but it always works very well for me. So feel free to steal that system. Um, Okay, the next thing kind of goes along with organization. Um, It is balance. It can be really hard to balance schoolwork with like extracurriculars, sports, clubs, jobs, and also taking care of your mental health and making sure you're not super overwhelmed by school. And I think staying organized is definitely key to keeping yourself balanced. But also, establishing a routine that becomes a habit is so helpful if you like i would always fall into a routine where i went to school i went to volleyball and then i got home and i ate dinner and took a little break while i ate dinner and then i did my homework and studying before i laid in my bed or watched tv i did this every single day for long enough where it just became natural and what I did out of habit and I just always made sure I did my schoolwork before I took more than like 15 minute breaks at a time because I knew myself and I just didn't want to risk getting too comfortable in front of the tv or in my bed because I knew I would just never pick up my backpack again that night if I laid down and I know the last thing you want to do when you finally get home from a long day of like school and sports or work is do more work before sitting on the couch. And some days it's totally fine to do that. If you just do not have the energy left to do your work, by all means, take a break, kick your feet up, do what you need to do. But I always liked to set an alarm when I did that to like remind me to get back up and do my schoolwork a couple hours later. But honestly, now that I think about it, I never really had that much work to do at home besides like maybe studying if I had a test coming up because I really, really utilized my free periods and study halls at school. I always was just like way more productive in the school environment than I was at home. So even if my friends were just like hanging out on their phones or watching Netflix or doing whatever they were doing during the free period, I would still get any homework I had for that night done while I was still at school. I just found it so much easier to focus and I was already like in the mindset of being at school and doing schoolwork. So I rarely did homework at home, which was really nice because then I could just focus on sports after school and not be stressed about a bunch of work I had to do before bed. I would also get ahead in my homework if I knew I needed to like read ahead in a book for English or get a paper done ahead of time or something like that. So I would check my syllabus online so I could finish something and get it out of the way so I would have a night with no homework. Or if I knew like I had a volleyball game that was coming up that week and it was like far away and I would be on the bus for a long time, I would try to get the homework for that night done ahead of time so I didn't even have to think about it the night of the game. Cause like the last thing you wanna do after playing a fucking three hour volleyball game and being on the bus for two hours is do more homework. So I definitely utilized my free periods to get stuff out of the way. And speaking of sports, I would say my number one tip for making friends. And if you want to make new friends, especially if you're new to a school, I highly, highly, highly recommend playing a fall sport or joining a club first semester. Playing a fall sport is the best way to make new friends out of school because a lot of times practices start like a week or two before school starts. So you'll already be introduced to a few people before you even walk in the door on the first day. I started playing volleyball my freshman year and it made the transition from middle school to high school so much easier because I basically had like built-in friends that I knew from the team. It also gives you a group of people to hang out with after school every day and people to talk to. And usually lots of people in different grades, which is also good. And the same thing goes for clubs. Also, just like having an activity to do after school every day was always very good for my mental health. Because if I just like went to school and then went straight home and sat at home from 3.30 to the time I went to bed, it just was not good for me mentally. So I would definitely recommend playing a sport, joining a club, or even getting like an after-school job just to have something to do besides school and home. The next tip I have is to utilize office hours. Use that to your advantage. Sometimes I would get too shy in class to ask questions, so I would write them down and then go to my teacher during office hours and ask my questions in like a one-on-one situation but also even if you do ask questions in class I think it's good to like get any extra help you can and just make sure that you really understand the topic it also can never hurt to show your teacher some initiative by showing up to office hours because I know a lot of students just don't do that and teachers just love when you show like extra effort and it's also a good way to kind of build a stronger relationship with them um, okay, next thing is getting overwhelmed. It is totally normal to be overwhelmed with schoolwork sometimes, but if you're overwhelmed every single night about how much schoolwork you have or if your grades are dropping, I really recommend dropping a class or an elective or an extracurricular because if you're trying to do too many things at once and getting overwhelmed and it's making you like perform at an average or below average level... I personally would rather do one less thing to be able to do really well at everything else. For example, I chose to do AP English and honors history rather than AP English and AP history. I knew I was capable of doing both, but I also knew the workload for both of those classes combined would be too overwhelming for me. Like I knew I could do it, but I knew I would be stressed the fuck out. I also knew that the colleges I wanted to go to wouldn't require both APs for like me to still get into that school and I knew I would definitely get in without taking AP history on top of English and I felt like it looked better to get an A in AP English and an A in honors history than it would look to get a B in, Eng- in AP English and maybe like a low B or a C in AP history and I just don't think it was worth stressing over that much if I didn't need to And I know this isn't everyone's philosophy, and a lot of people think you should just like do as much as you're capable of doing and push yourself. And that's totally fine if that's you, do your thing. But that was just not the type of student I was. And I still graduated with like a 4.0 GPA and got into every college I applied to with ample scholarship money without killing myself in school or taking as many AP classes as possible. My philosophy was always to work smarter, not harder. But like I said, if this is not your thing, don't listen to this advice and push yourself to your limits. Um, Also, I want to say that you are so much more than your grades. Your grades do not determine how smart you are, believe it or not. They do not determine your worth as a human being. I'm just going to put my boyfriend on blast for a second, and I hope he doesn't mind. But he dropped out of high school at the beginning of his junior year, okay? He was never that good at school or test-taking, and he had a hard time paying attention or, like, seeing the point and learning about a bunch of shit that seemed really unnecessary to be tested on. And he is one of the most intelligent people I have ever met. He has an amazing career. He is successful. He has supported himself financially since he was 17 years old. He's insanely ambitious. He is a hard worker, and he is just as successful, if not more successful, than the people who judged him for dropping out. He made a beautiful life for himself and is more than capable of anything he sets his mind to. And he sucked at school. But that literally does not say a single thing about who he is as a person. And the same goes for everyone else on the planet. Just because somebody gets straight A's and goes to an Ivy League school, that does not mean they're any better or more successful than a person who wasn't good at school or test taking and dropped out. You are not your grades. You are not your test scores. So just keep that in mind if you ever feel judgmental about yourself or self-conscious about your grades. Because since the day I graduated high school, no one has given a flying fuck what my grades were. I've never even talked about my grades since I graduated. It has never come up in the real world. I could have gotten valedictorian. And in the real world, no one cares. I dropped out of college after one semester. And guess what? no one gives a fuck. it says nothing about who you are as a person or how capable you are in real life so really try to separate you as a person and how intelligent you are from your grades in school because that does not determine your worth and it never will okay now as far as test anxiety goes i do have some tips i honestly was a really good test taker so i never really struggled with test anxiety but i knew a lot of people who did and they would just be like counting down the time and staring at the clock as soon as the test was put on their desk and then they'd just be looking at the clock thinking about how much time they had left and like not even be able to comprehend the questions they were reading because they were so distracted and stressed out like by the time winding down and my advice for this situation is to go to your teacher or like your school counselor and just tell them how you're feeling and ask for more time and explain the anxiety you're having and let them know that you think you would perform better if you just had some more time. And most of the time they can adjust that for you and find a way to give you a little bit extra. And I also think just like studying, even if you think you know it and you don't need to study anymore, just look at it until you could recite it in your sleep. That way you're super comfortable with your knowledge about it. And like, if I really knew the subject well and I just started knocking out the answers as soon as I got the test, and I know that I'm right, I immediately got so much more comfortable and confident and way less anxious if I knew the material really well. Okay, next thing, this might also not be your thing, but this was my thing. I did not do anything extra. I did as much as I knew I needed to do to get an A or a B, which was always the standard that I personally held myself to, and I do not regret not killing myself over schoolwork or studying. I feel like i knew what i wanted to achieve and i always made sure that i knew i could get the grade that i wanted and then i stopped and went and did something else i went to hang out with my friends or spend time with my family or practice my sport or go outside and walk my dogs or just do literally anything else besides school i did not focus on school at all aside from when i was studying and then it just left my brain which i think was healthy for me because what was the point of worrying about school or a test when you're doing something else? I'd never, ever spent hours on homework, answering every question super thoroughly. I answered the question with as brief an answer as possible, as long as it was correct, and then moved on. I knew so many people who were so stressed out about grades and spent hours every day doing homework, and they were so fucking anxious and constantly working themselves to death. And that's just not what I wanted out of high school. I wanted to do well, because I knew I could. So I always made sure that I did do well, but I didn't kill myself over it, and I made sure to enjoy lots of other things. Because high school is pretty much the last time that you don't really have a ton of responsibilities. Your responsibility is to go to school and maybe go to work or play a sport, but that's it, hopefully. And when I look back on my time in high school, now that I'm an adult and living on my own with so many (laughs) responsibilities, I am so glad I did not stress out over school. There's plenty of time in your adult life to be stressed the fuck out over things that are actually stressful. You should enjoy the minimal responsibility and just enjoy being a teenager because it is seriously over before you know it. But again, I know that's not everyone's philosophy to not do anything extra, but that worked for me and it made my time in high school way more enjoyable, in my opinion. Okay. Next thing is how to deal with bullying. So I did experience some bullying in high school and middle school that actually almost drove me to switch schools my junior year. And I would have if my parents had let me, but they made me stay at that school. And bullying is the worst fucking feeling in the world. Walking into school sucks when you know that's what's waiting for you inside. I used to get so much anxiety every morning before going to school because I was so afraid of what was going to happen that day or what people were going to say to me or about me and the looks people would give me. And just all of that gave me so much anxiety. And I was always anticipating somebody being mean. And sometimes I didn't handle it very well. And I was just a bitch back to the people who were being mean to me. I would give some low blows and say nasty things right back to the mean girls And looking back, that is not how I would handle it if it was happening today. If someone's bullying you, it means they are not happy with themselves. I know it might not always seem true, but trust me, that is always, always true. They might seem like the most confident, cool person ever, but I promise you they have issues with themselves behind closed doors. No happy person bullies anyone. Happy people do not do that. So I think just the best way to deal with bullying and if I was dealing with it again, I think I would just try to ignore it, which I know is so hard, but I think what I did was not the right way to handle it and it ended up making it worse. And I wish I just would have been nice to my bullies and been like, okay, like you're clearly very unhappy with yourself and I feel bad for you and it sucks that you're taking it out on me but i know that it's your problem not mine which obviously i know is not the easiest attitude to have towards it and it really does suck when it's happening i know um but yeah i mean it says way more about the person who's doing it than it does about you and if it's really bad tell a teacher tell someone in the faculty tell your parents just try to ask for help because people can help you okay last thing and probably the most important thing is to keep in mind that school is not forever. It definitely feels like school is your whole world and it's going to last forever because at the time, it basically is your entire life. It's somewhere you have to go for eight or more hours, five days a week, and it consumes most of your life. And it is easy to feel discouraged when you're not enjoying it or when there's drama or if you're just like really feeling over it. But in the grand scheme of things, school is the tiniest blip in your lifetime and if you're like me you can graduate and then never speak to anyone you went to school with ever again and you basically get an entire new life that's actually not totally true i do keep in contact with two people but i have literally not spoken to anyone else in five years and towards the end of high school i really did not like showing up to school anymore Girls were being mean, boys were being stupid, teachers were giving me a bunch of work that just felt like busy work, and I was just so over the high school environment. And at the time, it was really hard to imagine my life after high school. It was really hard to imagine things being any different. But now I'm recording this podcast hundreds of miles away from my hometown. I have an entirely new life that I couldn't even have imagined in my wildest dreams in high school, and it gets so much better. And in the moment, it's so hard to imagine things being different or better, but I pinky promise you have so many new things to discover. New friends to make, new boyfriends or girlfriends waiting for you, new places to live or visit, and just literally everything changes. Which can also be scary to think about, and I know a lot of people get really anxious about leaving like the safety and familiarity of school but I promise it's such an amazing adventure and you have so many exciting things waiting for you. School ends and the adventure of the rest of your life is right on the other side. So just stick it out, make the most of it. You only get to go to high school once, you got this. I think that's all I have for this episode. You guys are gonna kill it this year. You're gonna do great. You're gonna be so organized. You're gonna get great grades and if you don't, no one cares and it does not define you as a person (laughs) but yeah have a great school year i love you guys so much and i will see you next time